What up, HyperChange? Welcome to another episode. Today, we've got an epic interview lined up. I'm super, super excited. We have uh, the founder and CEO of Genies on the line, Akash. Welcome to the show. Thank you, bro. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so Genies is a really, really cool company. Um, I want to read this so I don't mess it up. They, you, you do custom 3D avatars for consumers and celebrities, um, which is really cool. Scratching the surface on this metaverse, essentially when we all have Neuralinks and we're spending time in this digital universe, what are we going to be doing? What are we going to look like? Um, I think Genies is building like the starting little seeds of that and was so fascinated when I found out about the company. Um, really cool to see you kind of evolve beyond this early use case and beta to expand. Um, just so much to cover in this interview. Um, so I'm guessing for, for even myself, I guess, when you Google Genies, like you see this website, it's these really cool 3D digital avatars. Can you explain a little bit about like the company and startup behind that? Like, is that a product that you code? Like, what are you actually selling here? Um, just kind of break that down for us. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we were saying this pre-pandemic, right? We think that every single human on earth is going to be an avatar in some way, in some format, in some world, in some environment, right? So we kind of set out with the mission to build the most dynamic avatar both aesthetically, but then also from a use case, um, avatar and marketing. So the the actual, I guess, technology behind it is something called the rig. And that's what's the, the sophistication behind the avatars we create for celebrities and the avatars that we're soon going to be rolling out for consumers. The rig basically controls the anatomy of the genie. So it's how it moves, how it talks, how it speaks, how it learns over time. Um, and so the, the best way to think about it is like, you know, like in Disney or in Pixar, when they come out with a movie, each character has its own rig, right? So like a bunny has its own rig, uh, the character has its own rig and they and they manually figure out how it's going to move. What we're trying to do is take that rig that Disney or Pixar uses and we're trying to create something that has a, a dynamic ability so that, that any user, any type of person can create their own avatar in a modular system using the exact same rig. Um, and then we do custom work for the actual celebrities themselves and over time, each celebrity, you know, we worked with a few thousand at this point, has used their avatar as almost like a little Michaela extension of themselves. And they build up their own second virtual being stories and their narratives and so forth. And they've all taken on their own persona and their own personality. But it's been really cool to see um, them really assume, I think, a little bit more of their authentic and true self. I love that you brought up little Michaela because that was something I was following for a while. And like I made a whole video and was like so fascinated by, but then it seemingly like got all this attention and then fizzled. And I almost feel like it because it wasn't authentic enough. So I feel like Genies is kind of like this next evolution of that technology where the avatar is tied to this person in reality. It's not just this made up person. So I'm curious, like this rig breakthrough sounds like that was a great explanation, by the way, like a big breakthrough of how it all works. Like, why was that the sweet spot when you were like, this is what we need to build this rig that everybody can use? Like, why is that going to have value? You know, I think it's less about, I think the rig is just a technical explanation of any character that you're trying to create. I think the it was less of a breakthrough, but more of a mission is like, how do we allow people to get back to their authentic self, right? Like, I think right now um, you see current platforms like Instagram or like Twitter and, and so forth, where people are less even trying to showcase their personality, but are in fact trying to showcase two notches above who they are in the real world. If the internet was initially created and founded, for you to be able to get behind a keyboard and be your authentic, true self, right? There's no real world limitations. There's no real world intimidations. You don't get social anxiety that you normally would get in the real world from a real world instance. Um, you're able to be exactly who you want to be and who you really are behind a keyboard. That's why AOL and AIM took off in such a big way is because people can behind a keyboard and behind a username be exactly who they wanted to be um, without getting all of the fears and all of the, the social norm fears in the real world. And so 
we think the avatar is able to extract someone's true personality and get back to the initial founding of the internet. And like, you know, not even to get cliche, but if you've seen the, the, the movie Ready Player One or read the book Ready Player One, you see how somebody in the real world assumes a completely new personality in the digital world. And it seems new, but it's actually more, it, 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 it's actually exactly who they actually want to be, right? You have somebody who is, uh, you know, uh, a, a man in the real world, but then when they get into the metaverse, all of a sudden they're assuming a female personality because that's who they really are. That is their personality. It's just difficult to come out in the real world, right? And so that's obviously one extreme measure. And I think there's so many layers of a personality that somebody can develop. Um, but, you know, myself, I suffer from anxiety and depression. And I think this is something that I've gravitated towards because I naturally feel more comfortable behind a keyboard. If you take it one layer deeper, where it's like a fantastical representation of your thoughts, your emotions, your feelings, and you're able to become this transformer that doesn't have like, you know, I'm not limited to this shirt or these pants or whatever, but I can be a dragon. I can be a unicorn. I can, it's, it's you know, like what we have today on market is step one of such a long step 10 journey. So that's really the core mission of the company. And that's what everything aligns around. Um, and that's why you see on, on, on market today, when you look at a lot of our celebrity characters, they're not supposed to be one-to-one -one realistic depictions of who the person is in the real world. It's supposed to be, what would you want to be? What is your aspiration of what you think you could be? And then we'd like to be able to create the avatar based on that. Wow, that's incredible. And, and so what's your vision about like why people want to do that and the future of interacting? Because it feels like behind a smartphone and computer or computer, we're sort of like not fully there, but that's why I keep bringing up the Neuralink. I just think this is like the perfect Neuralink company. Like you're building, <laughs> so, like I, I'm obsessed with Neuralink and Elon and so many of my subscribers are too. And I think for good reason of, yeah. you know, on one hand, we need the content when we get in the digital world, but we also need to like put ourselves into that digital world more. So I'm curious of like how you see this all evolving. Like, is it Ready Player One with like headsets on? Mm -hmm. We're all in these rooms as our G or like, you know, where's the time going to be spent in this form? Yeah, no, no. So like, I would say that um, I think when people talk about the metaverse, they talk about it as a destination and we talk more, we talk about it more as a mindset. So it's like, you know, how fully consumed are you by your online reputation, the online world? And you could argue that we're already in metaverse 1.0 qualities, right? It's like, I care about my Instagram, my Twitter, or my Facebook, or, you know, just like what, who I am on the internet more than I do in the real world. And if that's the case, and you care about that status and what that avatar, what that online personality um, has as accessories, the different items it possesses, the, the way that it's depicted. So that's in Metaverse 1.0. And this is in like, you know, Web 2.0, very, very flat and very expected environment. But eventually I do believe that there will be um, an ability for you to be able to teleport, transport your own being into different mediums and environments. And people are kind of starting to scratch the layer. You see that with Roblox, you see that in Fortnite. Now that's limited and right now, at least specialized for a gaming community. So it's like, how can you take avatars and digital goods and collectibles and NFTs that have been limited or at least specialized for a gaming or crypto community for decades? And you bring it to culture and social platforms and social communities for the very first time. And so that's why we're over here saying like, look, we wanna hook consumers where people already exist. So that's in TikTok, that's in Instagram, that's in Twitter and those places. But we also want to be able to build technology so that when people do make the transition to like, let's say the next medium, which will be AR, for example, with spectacles or with Apple's releasing something like that, that we build the technology with face tracking and body tracking and UGC all the way across the board so that I can use my genie, my identity layer there. And then eventually we're again, one or two or three steps ahead of the curve so that when we do want to get into a VR 
um, ecosystem that our genie is rigged, right? So going back to our rig, our genie has the rig capabilities to be able to seamlessly go from web 2.0 all the way to a VR environment and more. I also believe that humans speak things into existence. So, you know, we're talking about Ready Player One and we're talking about this new environment. You know, I think it starts with stories and it starts with people talking about it and ideas and people are like, wow, it'd be really cool if like, you know, something like this happened or whatever. And then somebody writes a book on it. So they write a book on Ready Player One and everybody's like, wow, that's really cool. Then a filmmaker reads it. They're like, this is really sick. I want to add visual context. They make a movie. And all of a sudden the builders go to the movie. They watch the movie. They're like, we should build that, right? And so like, it's a cyclical process. If you look at a lot of like the, the architecture we have in this world and a lot of the things that have come to be, um, you know, you could argue that birds and, and, and lime, like whatever scooters came from the Jetsons back in the day, literally just going from one place to the next, right? It's like, there are a lot of design elements and technology elements that if you really step back, humans speak into existence. So I think this Ready Player One environment, though very, very extreme, is an inevitability. And I think that's already, you see, that's where people are moving. And it's like, you know, I think that, I think the timing is perfect because Gen Z being the most mental health aware demographic that there is, they're looking for a, the pendulum to swing them back to their authentic self. And I think avatars have the power to do that. Wow. Dude, so much to unpack there. That was, that was crazy. <laughs> uh, and, um, in bringing this back to like what Genies is actually doing today, um, can you talk about how you're using a little bit of this technology, like with Justin Bieber, for example, because you yep. mentioned like going into culture, you know, going from like crypto and gaming into culture. And I feel like Genies yep. is really kind of one of the first companies to make this leap and sort of like actually get people interacting with that. So can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. I mean, look, we were five people in San Francisco when we first shipped uh, the initial iteration of Genies December 8th, 2017. We had no idea that our first adopters were going to be a bunch of celebrities in LA. None of us have an entertainment background. None of us have any, anything to do with LA at all. Um, and we kind of looked at like why they were using it. And the reason why is because they could utilize their genie to do things that their physical self was incapable, unwilling, or uncomfortable to do at any given moment. So it would be things like song releases and album releases and started kind of like on the surface like that. But then you saw that some of these large icons and tastemakers and celebrities would use their avatar to actually showcase a different side of their personality, something that their physical self felt more intimidated to do in the real world, right? So like taking Jared Goff, for example, former quarterback in the Rams, now quarterback at the Lions. Um, he's a very straight edge, very professional person, um, just in the media and just in general, his public persona. But if you actually know him, he's a gregarious, outgoing, crazy motherfucker. And so his genie assumes that personality. His genie is out of control. And his genie lives on his socials and so forth. And his fans have become infatuated with this, 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 this second virtual being of his, just like people get obsessed with Lil Michaela's story. They get obsessed with Jared Goff's genie story. And they think it's almost like a different character. But in fact, it's actually Jared's way to be able to showcase who he really is through this new medium and through this almost emotional surrogate in many ways. And so um, that's how, you know, a few thousand celebrities had used us over the past couple, two and a half years or so. And then when the pandemic hit, there was a massive surge in everything avatars and all things metaverse and everything digital. Um, and so we had a bunch of big um, entities and conglomerates that I can't really talk about yet, but I can't talk about one of them because we already announced one of them. Uh, but Warner Music Group, for example, where we can formalize the relationship that we already have with, you know, a few hundred WMG artists. They said, why don't we just go ahead and formalize a relationship where you guys can become the avatar and digital goods distributor for every single celebrity underneath our umbrella, right? So it's a formality to what's already been happening, but really having an ironclad, I think on all things culture, we have 
many more announcements similar to WMG that are coming out in the next few weeks that showcase, I think, that a little bit more. Um, but up until now, we've been a celebrity-driven product, and then we also announced our partnership with Dapper Labs um, a couple, uh, yeah, a couple weeks ago or so now, where Dapper Labs is announcing their next thing after NBA Top Shot is going to be the GD's marketplace, and this will be the the first, um, I think, storefront where celebrities like Justin Bieber, like Cardi B, and so forth that have been using their digital identities to more, to memorialize these key life-defining moments can also sell digital collectibles and wearables for their fans who will now have their own genie avatars to be able to own that moment in culture forever, but then also be able to use it on their avatar in front of their friend circles for the very first time. So if Justin Bieber wants to you know, announce a, a new Christmas album or something, he can also sell limited edition 500 Santa Claus hats, 10 of them signed by Justin Bieber. One of them was, the, you know, the actual Santa Claus hat that he wore in the music video of like the fourth track of his Christmas album, something like that, right? And so I think it's just, like I said, extracting what has been going on in gaming and in Fortnite and Roblox for, for decades and bringing it to these, to these social communities. Yeah, it seems like such a creative process because like what you were saying about kind of like manifesting all these ideas in science fiction, making them happen. Like I'm hearing you list off all these partnerships and I'm like, that's exactly what Genie's doing. And it must be so fun when you meet with these people and you're like, you know, your imagination is the limit of the potential of what we can do with your genie. So like how creative exactly. can you get with like what you can do with it? And it's just another creative outlet. And I always think like humans, like we talk, right? That's like our main way of communicating thoughts and ideas and like connecting. But there's so many ways beyond that, like this idea that if we could have Neuralinks, like would memes be the form of communication as like a more dynamic thought? Mm -hmm. and, I, I'll, and now I'm thinking as you're talking, like when I was making my avatar and fiddling with it and making him look a certain way, like that's me expressing myself not verbally and then the moves that i make in that digital world are expressing myself non-verbally right. but like it's like friction like removing friction to human expression and connection is really what it seems like the core of, of what we're doing here is which seems like so exciting and then like gen z it's like we've all been stuck at home i feel horrible for the gen z kids who had to go to school behind a computer but in some yeah. ways that just accelerated this whole development of like let's just go all in on the online metaverse um, yeah. for the future of our relationships so i think that's so cool and uh I don't know if you have anything to add on that, but I was also yeah. curious about like the, the business model of Genie's kind of like unpacking from, from the startup, your, your startup founder brain, what's the business model behind what you're doing? Yeah. Um, you know, I think, look, like the, the, the cool thing about Genie's is that everything that we're doing comes around this core mission of how do we really reveal people's authentic self? How do we, you know, from a mental health perspective, we think that avatars in the metaverse can actually do so much good for existing problems that you encounter in the real world. Not to say that there's not going to be a plethora of new problems that come from you existing in the metaverse and all of a sudden, you know, there's new therapy around that. But there's so much social anxiety and so many things that the internet has done that's been positive for our world, but also fucked us up in equally amount of ways that we think avatars can resolve. Um, that all of our business decisions funnel around that goal. Now, I think naturally, um, digital goods and digital collectibles and NFTs are a really, really cool way to be able to showcase, I think, one's fantastical representation of the authentic self, right? So like, if I go to your house today, if I go to your room right now that I can kind of see in the background, if I just take a walk through there, I can picture, I can really like start to pick out like who you are. You know what I mean? I can be like, all right, like, you know, I see this type of sofa and this type of design and these type of like, you know, artifacts you have on the wall and like, well, whatever. And I can, I can quickly figure out through mystery, not through like an about me section. Like I like soccer. I like dogs. I like this. It's like, 
through mystery, I kind of have a feeling of who you are. And if you go into a cautious room, same thing. You're like, all right, like I have an idea of who he is and so forth. And that's because my house is a way for me to be able to showcase my physical possessions, that it's an extension of my personality and who I am. So same thing in the digital world. Think of my house, instead of having a house, you have an avatar. And instead of having physical possessions, you have collectibles and wearables and things that you can accessorize all over your online reputation. And this becomes a vehicle to be able to showcase all of these different personalities and these different extensions, things that I care about. And it's always mystery, right? It's always really cool. And you can own different moments and so forth. And so all of our business model, I guess, is around that exact moment. So like the ability for me to be able to buy a digital collectible, right? Sometimes a collectible is going to be from an IP holder. So it's going to be from a Justin Bieber. It's going to be from a Shawn Mendes. It's going to be from a Cardi B. It's going to be from, you know, some of these other partnerships that we're going to be announcing soon. It's going to be from, um, you know, just, just different brands. We've worked with Gucci and, and things like that. And so there's a split on every single digital good that's done. So uh, a percentage goes to the IP holder and then a percentage comes to G's as well for being able to help with the transaction and obviously be able to produce the digital good. Now, what I'm really passionate about in the future, which I think from a business model perspective, but I think also for the, the end user being able to fully express their authentic self, right? We, we we're now covering all of culture's biggest moments through all the celebrities and artists and icons and athletes that currently use G's today. But what about the microcultural moments? What about, you know, something that's trending at Mountain View High School? What about something that's really popular just amongst me and my friend group? And so what we're working on right now is the ability for our marketplace to be open source so that all of the different tools that we use internally right now to create digital goods that Genie employees use, we're working to make those consumer facing so that any person in the world can release their own avatar collection. You can be a 16 year old in high school and you might have an inside joke with your friends. And you're like, oh man, like I want to create something for that moment. Like me and my friends are joking about not, we knock on wood so much at Genie's because we say so much crazy shit. I literally rip out like a wood from this cabinet here. I keep it next to me for easy accessibility. So I'm just constantly knocking on it because I get literally that paranoid. So I would in this world, just literally create a plank of wood and just say knock on wood and all of our genies would just be walking around the metaverse holding a knock on wood thing and there's so many stats and different things that you could do with that but I think that's really cool because then you're tapping into the creativity of not just celebrities but every single person in the entire world has the ability to come out with their own um, different collection or representation or thoughts or characteristics that they see fit on a micro and macro level. So cool. And so how, how does the interoperability of this work? Well, I guess for people yeah. who aren't that used to the space, like, okay, I have this avatar that creates yep. this digital good. Like, how does that exist? Like, do I just post on my Instagram story or like, do you have partnerships with Instagram yeah. that will develop? So the, so the flywheel of genies is three step starts with culture. So right now it's talent, all of these. And that's what we've been known for is all of these celebrities have their own virtual beings that they've built over the past couple of years. And they've built their own, their own stories. These virtual beings can now go to step two of the flywheel and sell digital goods in our marketplace, right? Which is powered by Dapper Labs, which then goes to step three of the flywheel, which is now consumers in the next three months or so will be able to create their own genies and then be able to buy digital collectibles from this marketplace and then use in places where they already exist through our API program. So we release our SDK and API. Our SDK and API licenses, effectively licenses our avatar creator into third-party platforms. Um, one of the partnerships that we already announced was Giphy, owned by Facebook or soon to be owned by Facebook, 700 million daily active users. I can now use my genie through Giphy's distribution network, which lives on TikTok, Instagram, Snapchat, all the big, you know, all the big social networks. 
Now that's one partner. We expect to roll out hundreds of partners over this year so that I can use my genie on Giphy. And then, you know, let's say we still, you know, we have another partnership with, you know, I can't name them again, but like partner number two, I can take the same genie and go log in on this platform and use it for a completely different use case. Then I can go to partner three, log in with my genie there. So my genie becomes a virtual portable identity where I can use it on Giphy, then another place, another place. It almost becomes like the ultimate Facebook or Snapchat or TikTok login button, right? So like I can log in with Genie anywhere, which means I can port my avatar in there, all the collectibles that come with it. And because the API and SDK is flexible technology that allows developers to build and integrate Genies how they see fit, each Genie, each time that you log into a new place, it has almost a different superpower. So on TikTok, it might be your AR or VR dancing companion. On Gucci, it might be your mannequin that you dress up from head to toe. On Giphy, it's just personalized messaging that you're using back and forth with your friends. If I go in, you know, we go in, like we, we partner with like a VR headset, it becomes like a, or, you know, something like Roblox, there's character controller there, and all of a sudden you can use it within the game. So it, it, it just assumes a different superpower. And this is step one of the step 10 journey. Like what all we're trying to do right now is have people build loyalty and trust with this digital identity. If, we're, if we do that, if we accomplish that and people actually care about their genie, they care about buying shit, they care about using it in the current web 2.0 places that they exist, then we can do so much stuff with that. We can pack a lot of information to this genie. The genie can start to learn behaviors over time and we can start to build out our own space, our own genie's world, where it can be its own social network where people can meet and build authentic connections that can last forever. Wow. So like, th this seems like such a complex business model in so many ways. Like you had to set up so many building blocks. Like it seems like you're so far ahead, but yet you still haven't even like scratched the surface on bringing genies out. So I'm curious, just like a little bit on how you came up with this idea and like started this company. Cause I just realized I haven't asked that. And I'm super curious cause this is so like ambitious and big and like talk about, you know, manifesting, like nobody was going to build this genies you know, metaverse that was dope, right. where you really express yourself. And so you're actually doing it and bringing it to us. It seems like the tech is kind of ready now. So that's, I'm just so curious how you like got that idea. Uh, I mean, we've been building since I've been, what? I mean, I guess for the last 12 years or something like that, 13 years, shipping a bunch of different apps. I suffer from anxiety and depression. Almost all the apps that we were building were improving social behaviors because I feel more comfortable behind a keyboard. I just do. Um, and so like, you know, we were kind of like iterating through a bunch of different types of apps, like improving chat, improving video, improving audio and so forth. And then like really just became obsessed with this concept of virtual identity and became obsessed with really like, you know, being able to like, what if I can just literally be a new character in a new world? And so set out on this mission literally since December, I guess December 8, 2017, but like a year before that really iterating on the idea of like, how can we create not an avatar as a caricature, but an avatar is a virtual being, like something that actually can be um, controlled by you in this metaverse past just like, you know, sticker packs. It's like, that's just a caricature. That's just like, you know, that's a novel, futile function and tool. What actually can be a smart, intelligent avatar that has dynamic ability across the, across the internet and into the metaverse? So uh, yeah, it's been a crazy process. Me and two buddies uh, dropped out of school, uh, eight credits short, I guess like maybe like six years ago now. Um, got kicked out of our parents' houses, moved into a small room attached to a mosque in San Jose, hustled out of there for a while, and now uh, now we're here. But it's been a crazy, it's been a crazy, crazy journey with a lot of different pivots and turns. But the last three, four years have been really dedicated on this core mission of bringing back people to their authentic self.
Yeah. And that mental health component is so I, that's something I hadn't thought about at all, but hearing you mention it like that, you know, we have all this bombardment of social, we're overwhelmed. It's kind of done just as much bad as good. Let's take a step back and figure out how technology can actually help us. And I feel like that's what gene, not only like this fun, amazing creative world, but also solving the problems of our mental health crisis. So, and I know you just raised the series, huge funding round, which I got a tiny, I was a tiny investor in shout out to Neve. So, Welcome so to pumped to be along for the ride, but um, it's just really exciting to see you blow up, get the momentum and like be on the cusp of rolling this out uh, to everybody. So but uh, before I let you go, do you have any huge uh, predictions about the future of like this metaverse sort of world or market or just anything on, on the radar about coming out from genies that we should be looking out for? Um, I think there's going to be multiple categories of NFTs, right? When it's all said and done. And what we're trying to own is the avatar wearable and digital goods, I think, sector. Um, think Amazon meets hype beast for like, you know, a marketplace of digital goods and wearables and things like that. Um, and I think like, look, like right now, I think today what crypto is down 40%, I think uh, the NFT, you know, NFT market has been cooling like crazy. It's going to be way bigger than any, it's going to make Instagram and Twitter and Snapchat. We're going to look back when we're kind of like in the metaverse or in this like web 3.0 and like just even like conversing as avatars. We're going to be like, we thought that Instagram was big. Like we thought that was a moment in time. It's like, it, this is going to be, this is going to be so, so, so much bigger. Um, it's going to be everything that happens in the real world times 10. Like it's going to be that fucking massive. So I mean, prediction wise, like I would say that NFTs are going to be huge over the next three to five years. They're going to say like a huge upswing. And, um, you know, the metaverse isn't that far, isn't that as far as what people think. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for the time. Uh, keep kicking ass and everybody should go check out Genies, follow them and see what they're up to because I think uh, just only a lot more exciting stuff to come. Anyway, peace out. Thanks for tuning in.